right, that is, of course, Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin, also known as Kelly, go get everybody's jacket at the school dance. At least that's what I did during that song. I don't know about you. You don't want to be stuck dancing to that last song with somebody that you are not completely admired um, by or of. Okay, let's get into the fact that this Stairway to Heaven just... Um, won a ruling by a judge. The Ninth Circuit Court is rejecting the longstanding copyright precedent known as the inverse ratio rule in the case over that song and this song by Spirit. It is uh, a song called Taurus. Here to talk about the ruling, Alan Cross, the host of the ongoing history of new music and a journal of musicalthings.com. Hey, Alan, first of all, should we start at what exactly is an inverse uh, ratio rule? Right. That is a instruction to a jury that states that if someone had sufficient exposure to someone else's musical work, then the burden of proof on the alleged infringer is less than it otherwise would be. So in this particular case, Spirit and Led Zeppelin were on tour together in 1968. At that point, Spirit was performing the instrumental Taurus. Jimmy Page had yet to compose Stairway to Heaven. The thinking was that, well, because Jimmy heard Spirit perform this song over and over again every night, that the inverse ratio rule should apply because he had a chance to absorb what was being played and then perhaps somehow incorporated that illegally or unethically or whatever into the creation of Stairway to Heaven in 1971. But artists don't exist in a vacuum. Well, they know they don't. And this is why this this particular thing was thrown out. Two reasons. Number one, if you play them back to back, they are vaguely similar. One is ascending, one is descending. And you are using something called a, an arpeggio, which is basically taking the part, taking apart a chord and playing each of the notes individually. It is a standard guitar figure that goes back to the 1600s. <laughs> so there right. is is no way that Randy California or the estate of Randy California, which is the the, the spirit people, uh, can can say that hey, that's that's ours now. What you can say is that Led Zeppelin were artistic thieves. They did steal a lot of stuff, especially from old blues people. And it was only after a number of uh, court cases where they were forced to give songwriting credit to some people that they, they ripped off. However, in this particular case, it is total BS. And um, we've gone through three court cases. And now the estate of Randy California and Spirit has two choices. They can appeal to a full panel of Ninth Circuit Court judges or they can take this all the way to the Supreme Court. Is this a good thing for musicians, this ruling, and a good thing for music lovers? Well, they've actually overturned a precedent here uh, because the inverse ratio rule was something that you could have used in the past saying, hey, you know, we were in close proximity. I kind of borrowed too much of what I was hearing from you. Uh, in this particular case, uh, it's the, the, the ruling was in this this last one was that the a judge made an error and did not instruct the jury on the possibility of invoking the inverse ratio rule it it gets really technical it, it they 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 weren't told that just because Jimmy Page might have been standing in the wings when Taurus was play, when Taurus was playing 
meant that he could have possibly somehow absorbed enough to write Stairway to Heaven and therefore infringed upon Taurus. Does that make sense? Always. Yeah, it's it's you know, this whole thing is is you know musicians will tell you that this is bogus. The whole thing mm -hmm. people borrow from each other all the time. People are inspired by people uh, uh, all the time. People uh, you know make homages to other people they admire all the time. And we're dealing with with in this particular case because the songs were out before 1972. We're dealing with copyright rules that were written in 1909. Right, so they're so, a little out of date. It, well, yeah, and and the reason they're going after this is because uh, before he died, Randy California insisted that uh, there would be no stairway to heaven if it was, wasn't for Taurus. His family and a lawyer have carried it forward. Mm. Uh, this has cost uh, you know millions and millions of dollars to litigate, and and the the prize is you know is stairway to heaven, which is worth about five hundred million dollars in, in royalties and, and whatever. So uh, it's it's. It's going to be interesting to see where this goes. Do do they ap appeal to that panel of judges, or do they go all the way to the Supreme Court? So Pearl Jam postponed Toronto's uh, concert. This is going to be the kickoff show in Toronto on the 18th, I believe, for their world tour. Um, South by Southwest has canceled. Coachella yeah. Valley Music Festival not canceled yet, but there's a petition uh, calling for the can cancellation of it. Of, oh, there's last I a, checked, there was like seventeen and a half thousand people. There's actually a rumor that, that they're preparing a cancellation or a postponement until October. Okay, so um, do you think this is the Pearl Jam is uh, really is the first nail in the coffin as far as our concert series goes well, this this spring and summer? Because that's when things heat up as far as touring. Well, I can tell you, if you look at Vivendi, who owns uh, Universal, which uh, is also the distributor of Republic Records, which is uh, Pearl Jam's label, uh, Vivendi, Spotify, and Live Nation uh, yesterday all had $5 billion wiped from their valuations. And it's it's probably only going to get worse. I mean, we it'll there'll be something going, you know, when we hear from Coachella, which is a company called Golden Voice, uh, we'll probably hear something about that. A lot of people are looking at the upcoming Foo Fighters tour, which is set to start in Phoenix on April the 12th. There are concerns about uh, Glastonbury, which is in the UK, coming up in uh, June. Uh, it, right now, it's a lot of fear, a lot of concern, um, because nobody wants to say, hey, you went ahead with your event and you became an epicenter for an even worse situation. So people are hedging their bets. Would they, could, could they be open to a lawsuit if that happened, Alan? I, you know, because um, I mean, right now well, I mean, we got two we got two people suing on that that cruise ship that docked yeah. in Oakland. Yeah, and so, yeah. and it, some insurers are saying, look, it if you're if you want to cancel because of coronavirus, we're not going to uh, we're not going to allow you to do that. We're not going to pay you out because you're aware of it. Well, and now going forward. Now that we've had a taste of what it's like to have a pandemic in a concert industry, you know that they're going to write in clauses into any kind of cancellation insurance going forward. That's going to boost up premiums. That's going to be passed along to the consumer in terms of higher uh, concert ticket prices. Oh, great. Or, or any kind of event prices. Um, the, the people, I feel bad for the people in, in, in Austin, Texas for South by Southwest. I mean, this brings in $346 million a year. Mm -hmm. They were expecting 200,000 people to descend on the city. And all these restaurants and bars have these huge surpluses of, of food and booze. And uh, all these hotels, uh, the prices have just crashed on hotel rooms. Now, there are certain things that are still going to go on in Austin. Uh, 
but they just can't call them South by Southwest. There'll be all these ancillary events mm-hmm. for anybody who is there and, or who's already there or wants to risk it. Uh, it's just not going to be called South by Southwest. And they, they had a luncheon, I think. They were, were planning to do a luncheon to raise money for these people who were standing to lose lots and lots and lots and lots of money because nobody wants to go and nobody wants to be involved in something this awful. Yeah, well, you think about Italy. Holy moly, they're tour. They're, it, most of uh, what they do is tourism. I mean, you go to Rome; it's a it's a living museum when you're walking through that city, and they're uh, they've they've locked down. They've they've closed the country. Yeah. Italy is closed. You know, who would have thought? Not like quite like North Korea, but Italy is 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 essentially closed. So I was supposed to go. I have a couple of trips planned. Yeah, um, they're not happening, Alan. Well, one of them is. <laughs> but I was supposed to go to Singapore and visit my goddaughter. But uh, I, I'm not so much worried about getting sick. Uh, I'm worried about getting caught in a quarantine. Yeah. And then you can't leave there. And when you come back, you're probably going to be self-isolated uh, here as well for a few Again, weeks. You know, so that could be a month. Uh, yeah, that's completely lost. And we can't listen. I know I'm not speaking for just myself. We can't be a month without Alan Cross. <laughs> well, all I need is an internet connection and a microphone, and I'll be fine. All right. It's 9:56, Alan. Thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. You bet.